Hello, welcome to the Animation Industry Podcast. My name is Terry, and right now I'm working on a new show pitch idea about a post-apocalyptic world featuring robots and mutants. Today I'm chatting with someone who has made a career out of hand-drawn whiteboard marker on cellophane paper animations, and that is none other than the infamous Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok animator Marty Cooper, otherwise known online as Hombre Mixtees. Now, over the years, Marty's clients have included Cartoon Network, Nike, Wendy's, Rick and Morty, the Biden 2020 campaign, and even Will Smith. And in our chat, he's going to share the fateful story of how he was storyboarding for a feature film, but was able to turn his side hobby into a full career that has been able to completely sustain him for over half a decade now and where he's heading next. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Marty. Hi, Terry. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. Excellent. Tell me... Tell me what you do. Explain to me in a nutshell what, like what, what you do in animation. Okay, well, um, basically, I like to say that I'm a reality dementor. Uh, basically, I um, kind of, I, I use stop motion in the background and 2D animation in the foreground, kind of a la Roger Rabbit to make short little 10 second videos on Instagram and YouTube. And uh, I compile those into compilations that I call augmented reality, sort of like augmented reality, but more demented. Um, I think you missed a you missed a step, which I think is really unique about your work. You actually draw the two D on like clear film, and yeah, then yeah. You, you put it in place in the real world. So there's actually like stop motion two D happening on top of stop motion. And live action? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I um, I started out doing that with the cells, um, like, oh man, in 2014. Um, and I used the cells for a long time. And eventually, um, the I just needed something different, needed to change it up. So I just started incorporating uh, animated things into animated into real life backgrounds, just in different ways, just cause it started to get a little stale for me creatively. Yeah. Um, so I've, you know, just kind of experimented with all different kinds of uh, mediums and techniques to get animate animation into live action. And is there, and is there anybody else doing this? I don't think I've seen any other examples a, of people doing this personally. There's a lot of people animating over live action stuff. Uh, there's a whole subreddit on um, Reddit called real life doodles. Oh. But a lot of that is like people taking found footage and then drawing arms and legs and eyes on it. And, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those. But that's yeah, not, yeah. but you're actually like uh, animating on clear uh, cells, like, and then- Right, I don't think anyone else is oh. doing this. I mean, I know that there's some people that have done things like it, but as far as I know, I kind of created the tech. I mean, obviously I didn't create cells i will say you created <laughs> this whole technique you're the, you the founder of having my hand in it and having the stop motion in the background and the 2d animation on cells interacting with the stop motion in the background i think that the hand in it is the key oh yeah it like but, you know there's uh, i sorry. remember when i first saw your stuff it like instantly stood out to me as like so cool i was like what the heck and also i know like how hard it is to like 2D animate and stop motion animate and you're doing both at once. So I don't know how 
how you are accomplishing it. And so frequently too, like you're doing stuff all the time. Is this your job? Is this what you do? Yeah, yeah, it is. I've been lucky enough to kind of just be working on my own for um, since then, since 2014, when I, uh, that first video came out. So how did, okay, so this, so you uh, animated, you hand drew on some clear cells and then you took photos yeah, it of started holding those and then money, like yeah. how? Yeah, exactly. Just started <laughs> raining money. No, <laughs> uh, well, it started off with still images. Um, so I was doing just one image, drawing on the cell, holding it up, taking a picture and having, you know, the um, character interacting with the, background in a still image and then I started like evolving that playing with that having like figuring out different ways for the character to be you know look like it's behind things in the in the image and then I was like what if I tried to animate these and um the first few I did were um uh, I did not think it was going to work I thought my hand would be too distracting and it would it would look messy and then the first one I shot it worked and I was amazed and then I was like I want to do this every day this is so cool it's like the coolest magic trick um and uh yeah and it's still every time I make one it is like shocking every time it I hit play and it's like oh it works like it, yeah. yeah um I'm sure you have the same thing I think it's with all oh, yeah. stop motion it's like you hit oh, play and you're like what like I I'm actually, animating I on a TV it, show or... right now and like uh I animated like nine seconds today and, and just pressing play and watching the whole thing. I'm like, I, it's crazy that it, it like feels alive and looks alive and is like walking and moving. And it's like, it, and then you hold it in your hand. It's like this still dead thing. It's yeah. Really cool. Yeah. It, it's amazing every time. <laughs> so, but okay. Yeah, so sure. you made your first video in 2014 you're like, Oh my gosh, so cool. How did, yeah. how did you make this a career for like, who's paying you to make these? Um, yeah. Well, I, uh, that I made like 30 of them, put them into a compilation and put it on YouTube. And then it um, sort of blew up or went viral-ish from so there. You, you had a job at the time, like you were doing something else. I um, I was a storyboard artist for like animated movies on like feature films. Um, and then I stopped, took a break and it was just like needed to work on my own stuff. Mm -hmm. And um a lot of people will say, like, I need to work on my own stuff. And then um, there's no structure there, which, is, you know, which yeah. is, a, is, a, is really, it's hard to do to just work on your own stuff. So I, I set some goals, like daily goals, like I'm going to post on Instagram every single day. And that's it. Just that, that's the, that's the only goal, but I'm going to post something. And then from there, um, you know, it just, I just kind of evolved into um, doing those interesting doing those cell animations. So you started but, with something and also posting on Instagram every day in 2014, like people were just posting food pictures back then. <laughs> so right. you, you're like, right. I'm gonna take some time off. I've watched some other artists take time off and say they wanna accomplish something, but then have no structure or like try to accomplish something huge. And so you're like, I'm just yeah. gonna get the ball rolling with something small. So, okay, so you yeah. do have a background in animation clear, like you went to school, you yeah. you like started from like the internship or whatever and and worked your way up into storyboarding feature films yeah pretty like classic animation 
industry start, I, I guess, maybe, but I went to school for animation, I went to San Jose State uh, for animation and illustration, but like focused on storyboarding. And um, San Jose State is, a, is an amazing school that like not a lot of people know about, but the animation program is really strong. And uh, one of the things that really helped me there was they, for like the first few years, you never touch a computer. It's all hand-drawn on uh. pen and paper. And uh, so that kind of, you know, was, uh, was super cool to learn animation that way, the old school way. Okay. I'm not sure if they still do it that way, but it was really awesome for, to learn it that way. And, you know, this just struggling through all the paper and, and flipping the pages and stuff, but it, well, I, I mean, I would assume you have a really good intuition for like flow and movement because it like your drawings are very fluid and and like, I wish I could like pause and go, I guess I can go frame by frame on YouTube because sometimes I want to do that when I, yeah. when I'm on Instagram, I'm like, how did you do that? But like, it's funny that you say that because um, when I was deciding to go to Sheridan, they had just stopped doing uh, like paper cell animation, which was like a deciding factor for me because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just drawn a Cintiq. I didn't want to draw mm -hmm. paper. So, so, okay. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you still in touch yeah. with your friends from storyboarding feature film world? Like, do they, do they like, how, are you like, Hey guys, I'm still just doing this Instagram game. And how do they, what do they say yeah. about that? And what do you say about them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all, all, I'm definitely still in contact with everyone and, and a lot of friends in the animation industry. And um, I mean, I'm like jealous of them sometimes when they'll come out with a movie or, you know, have these big projects that they finish. Um, and, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I want to work on a big project like that. But then also it's nice to um, be on my own and, you know, creating every, anything I want every day. I just open my sketchbook and go, what do I want to do today? I don't know. Figure it would, out. Would you consider going back for like a project and doing like, yeah, a for sure. If the project was right, I would love to. I mean, yeah. Storyboarding is, is like you know my first love it's like uh i love it um but um yeah and actually i'm not i don't even i don't love the process of animating like i love I, mean, I love animating and i but it but to me it's like a it's a way it's a means to an end like yeah. i like the like the final product and like creating that um uh the story and sending it out into a little package into the world with music and sound effects and the whole process. Um, but the actual animating is, you know, I mean, I'm not that good of an animator. I can just squash and stretch things and I understand slow in and slow out so I can make it look fun and, and like it's yeah. alive. But like, as far as like animating like emotion or subtle subtleties, it's, I have no, I have no, um, uh, skills really there you so you've been four years or maybe i guess sorry i'm thinking it's 2018 it's 2021 you've been like seven you've been uh, like no, seven years away from animating or sorry professionally storyboarding is that right yeah that's yeah. crazy how hard do you think it would be to get back in like can you just pick it up again or do you think you if you wanted to like actually pursue it and like get back into it would you have to kind of really take some refreshers um I don't know. I mean, it would be, it would be, well, it would be a lot easier if I had some storyboard samples from the movies I did work on, but I oh, no. saved them all on my hard drive, which broke. 
um, and I lost all the it files. But loud. so I still just have my my storyboards from um, uh, college, basically, and a few from the, I worked on this movie Freebirds, um, which gotcha. was pretty fun back in the day. Right, and, I, uh, so I, I noticed that. Um, so okay, I, I'm still curious about like your decision to take a break from working professionally and do your own art. And yeah. then you made 30 videos. You made a goal to like make one video every day for Instagram. And then you compiled that and it like took off on YouTube. At what point did you like internally know this was a career move for you versus like, uh, I'm going back to storyboard world after this is done. Like, was it the success on YouTube that- Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even- Oh, well, yeah, for sure. I still wouldn't say it's like a conscious career move. I'm just kind of doing what what I want to do and it's worked so far. Um, but uh, yeah, like after that first video went viral, um, I got a call from uh, Cartoon Network to like, they wanted to fly me around the world to do animations on um, like, all these buildings around the world and like all these amazing like dream projects and uh like i went to chile to film a seven up commercial and it was just this whirlwind of of um opportunities and that was amazing and i was like okay this is this is something like there's something here i'm gonna stick with this and uh so i've kind of been just like riding that wave ever since i guess so but, uh businesses or i guess companies are paying you to do stuff for them like this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, I like my my thoughts were like, uh, you know, I see your stuff on Instagram, but you're doing more than just that. You're not just doing that. Like the the video views on YouTube and the revenue and whatever. That's that's like, not. Oh yeah, that's like nothing. That's yeah. <laughs> I was I was that's why I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. So so you're so like. Uh, I guess what's on Instagram, is that almost like your promotion strategy or is that just you having fun and then people finding you and asking you to do stuff? Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Uh, I like to say that like every every time you post something on Instagram, you're handing out your business card to um, to everyone that follows you and you're reminding them like, oh, this guy exists and he does something. And then, you know, there's probably some um, marketing guy somewhere or girl that's uh, looking at your things and like, oh, that would be perfect for this project. But they wouldn't see it unless you yeah, totally. posted something else, totally. you know? So it's kind of uh, lucky and it's kind of, um, yeah, just if you're, you gotta post consistently though to keep yourself in on people's radar. Yeah, well, you're crazy good at that. Like you're just well, a machine. <laughs> thanks i mean i i feel like i've been pretty lazy lately and it's you know i have to i have to remind myself to give to you just um, did you just we were just talking you just did like a 30-day challenge again that's not lazy at all what the heck posting every day for 30 days you just yeah that that wasn't but it's easy i haven't posted to, anything new in like a year <laughs> yeah well i had i had uh i've had lots of almost year-long droughts of posts also yeah. so um you know it's it's easy to like um, not have the structure, not give yourself the structure and then slip into like, um, you know, just not, not doing stuff. And then if you don't force yourself to post something every day, a lot of the ideas you have, you'll just be like, nah, it's not really good enough. I'll just 
yeah, get the next one. But when you're forcing yourself to finish one every day, you, you have to force yourself to go through the whole process of getting it to a finish. And usually by the time you get it to a finish, it, you've made enough um, progress on it or enough like creative decisions that it ends up kind of working. Interesting. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. you, you have to trust, trust the process that you, you can, you know, when the music and the sound effects and the, and the acting and the motion all comes together that it'll, it'll work. That's, that's interesting to me because I, I deal with this thing internally where I'm like, the original idea has to be so worth putting all this effort into <clears throat> that I'll often just not bother if I can't come up with a good enough idea versus yeah. like what you just said, just whatever idea it is, just put the effort in and along the way, you'll, you'll make it a better idea, I guess, just by creating it and having it. Yeah. And if it's not, and if it sucks, then, um, then it sucks and yeah. nothing happens. You know, that's one of the awesome things about animation and I guess art in general is you're, there's no, you know, there's no risk really. You could do anything you want. And at the end, you just have something that nobody likes or, you know, but it doesn't hurt anyone. It doesn't hurt yourself. You know, maybe you spend some time on it, but you learned something. And yeah, so that's kind of cool. So, so you've been doing this for the past seven years. Like what has kind of fueled you this whole time from keeping at this very niche, one specific medium that, you know, makes you feel the magic? Like, this is yeah, your full-time well, job for a long time. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, like switching from animating with the cells into doing it digitally is something, you know, because the cells at a certain point were, I was losing fuel for that. Mm. And like to make an idea happen, it was like, I felt like I had explored a lot of the realms of possibility with the cells. Like I, you know, I, I would come up with an idea and be like, I did something like that already. Like I, you know, I use that technique and I've, you know, so I have to constantly give myself new creative challenges and new um, sort of, you know, things to experiment with. So, um, you know, doing them uh, uh, digitally allows me just to focus more on the animation and the storytelling and the stop motion. And um, I can do them you know, I can, I can create them a lot faster. Yeah. And I can create more. And, you know, you know, maybe it's not what my audience wants to see, but you have to make some sacrifices, I guess, because, um, yeah, the, the cell thing. Just... How, how, sorry, I'm just like asking random questions. How stable is the work in, in doing this? like contract to contract for companies asking for like demented reality. Yeah. Well, it's definitely slowed down in the last few years. Um, yeah. And I've been like picking up a lot more um, just freelance animation gigs hmm. uh, through some friends in the animation industry that will just like throw me some projects, some random projects here and there. Um, so yeah, I feel like the, when I was using the cells, it had a lot of, a lot of heat, a lot of, um, you know, uh a lot of it was very desirable because people could see what was going on they could see my hand and um si since i've stopped using this or not using the cells as much um 
it's like a lot of the of those opportunities have gone away. Interesting. But, you know, I just see it as like another another challenge, I guess. Fair. That's interesting though, because like it, I would think it would be easier to continue doing the sales even if you didn't want to, if you were getting more clients that way versus keeping it interesting, taking a risk, interesting for yourself and taking a risk and not doing that stuff anymore when you know it was the thing that got brought you success in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at what, at what point are you, uh, you know, like a, a monkey Right, right. Symbol, well, that's what you, know. you took time off to explore this anyway. So then you just be getting back into the storyboarding world, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. And which is which is you know something I'm happy to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know that's a that's a good uh, alternative. But you noticed, uh, sorry, just because like the Instagram algorithm is like everybody's talking about it lately. Have you noticed that your follower count and likes and stuff have like drastically gone down in the last year on your? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, what, what that's from or anything, but it's, uh, yeah, and like story views are way yeah. down. Um, I, think I mean, I think it's also because people, sorry? People are moving to TikTok, maybe. TikTok maybe. I think so. I mean, that it's that and also like people follow so many people nowadays. Yeah. And the, um, the al- you know, Instagram's algorithm or whatever it is, is getting smarter. Right, right. Um, so, so tell me what it's like, you know, uh, going forward into the unknown, being your own boss, you know, you just said you're getting less client work, you're trying and experimenting new things. Like what, what are you, what is your whole philosophy? So I'm asking a million questions. What it, yeah. <laughs> that's going the, forward, that's like, what is it, what is it that you're pursuing that is so strong for you to, to continue doing this thing on your own? Because, you know, you have tasted the work like studio work, you're getting, you know, tasted your own path before and, and given up on some of that with the cell animation, et cetera. What is it that you're pursuing, like that you want out of a career that seems like you want out of life? Um, yeah, I mean, there's, I feel like, like, I, um, I like I'm entertained by things that I draw, I guess. And I like to, I like to um, entertain people with my drawings, uh, you know, whether they're just drawings on the paper or napkins at a bar or whatever, like it's, it's what I enjoy doing. And so in any way that I can translate those into um, entertainment is, um, is fun for me and hopefully fun for other people so i mean i guess like i don't know there is no end goal really it's just kind of to um to to keep pushing myself and making making bringing my characters to life it almost sounds like you're trying to reach this or like be in this continuous state of like uh fun zen like where you're just kind of yourself and other people are enjoying it too and then you know when you stop being entertained a little bit you pivot a little bit more into something that you think is going to be a little bit more entertaining and explore that do you think do you do you ever like have fears about like because like for me you know I, I quit my business job to pursue animation a big fear of mine was like stability right. you know am I going to retire and like all these things do you ever think about those for yourself 
Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely do. And I definitely have been a lot more recently. Um, but it's also kind of exciting, you know, like just to, um, to kind of face the unknown and just be like, okay, I can do this. Like I can make, I can, um, you know, it's a blank page, but I can like fill that blank page with something. Like, I feel like if I, if I just keep creating my characters and things that make me laugh or things that I personally enjoy that, that putting them out there into the world will like come back in some way. I don't know that, you know, for a fact, but so far it's, it's worked. So I'm just going to, I guess, keep doing that. Is there like an overall message that you realize that you're trying to convey through your animations? Like from my perspective, they're all like very lighthearted. You like, yeah, totally. You animate like inanimate things show that like anything can come alive. Um, they're very goofy. Like, are you trying to like put something out into the world with your animations or just like, no, no nothing like nothing. Um, not some like message or anything heavy. I mean, if, if anything, it's the opposite. Like I want to just no message have, have like levity and just like fun things yeah. and, you know, make people go, Oh, that was fun. I never thought about, you know, seeing, I think that's something in itself, in though. You just said it right there. Like, you just want people right. to see that it's fun. And, that, like, that comes across in everything I've seen of yours, too. It's like, it's just, it's like a time. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes you know what's going to happen, and it happens anyways, and it's still cute and funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the, the goal, I guess. The, my, my artist statement is to have fun and hope you know and bring some fun to other people i yeah. guess so so like you've been doing this career for like i don't even know if i did the math right if it is seven years or eight years or whatever what it what is in like your like what does it take for you to continue doing this are you like you mentioned that cartoon network paid for you to travel around but I, like yeah. i'm looking at your studio now is it like is it like a very complicated thing or is it just i don't know like what is in your what is in your playbook that allows you to do this? Cause like with stop motion, you need expensive lights and like expensive right. cameras and expensive everything. Um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the cool thing is it's, it's so cheap and so accessible. You know, I've never, I've never, when I was doing the cell animation stuff, um, you know, it's just Sharpies and whiteout things you can get at whiteout, you know, not paint. Any, yeah, I was just using like this, you know, regular. Is it is it thicker than paint? Out. Like, why is it easier to draw with? Yeah, uh, well, it dries faster. So, uh -huh. like when I when I'm painting on the cells, it'll dry. I don't have to wait for it to wait. I wait for it to dry. Except you're constantly inhaling white paint on it. <laughs> oh yeah, I've inhaled a lot of whiteout fumes. Oh no, <laughs> and sharpie fumes. But um, uh, yeah, but it. It's, uh, you know, very accessible materials and cheap. And then I just use my phone to film it and edit it. And I post it all from my phone. So, oh, and everyone pretty much nowadays has. You should teach a, a class. Phone. Like, that would be awesome. Yeah, I've done a few workshops, oh, uh, yeah? like with kids. And um, I did one in like Dubai and one what? I taught in China for a little bit. Wait, tell me more, please. Uh, there was like this, uh, this children's book fair festival thing in um in Sharjah and they invited me to come out and um teach a uh, a workshop for um how did they know about you just Instagram yeah a friend referred me 
okay. And then, um, yeah, I went out there and it was super fun. Just like, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of work. Like there was like hundreds of thousands of kids, maybe not that many, what? but thousands of kids would come in and they would like, you know, cycle through. So you'd get like, you know, 10 groups of kids throughout the day, 10 groups of like 20 kids. And you'd have to teach them all how to uh, paint on a cell and draw on a cell. And I would do like play fun games where we, well, I'd have different exercises for every like age level. And then, um, but we'd play like drawing games, you know, like exquisite corpse. And then we'd, you know what exquisite corpse is where you fold the paper into thirds and then you draw a face and a body and or somebody else draws a body and somebody oh, else yeah, draws yeah. A, the feet. Yeah. Um, we would do that and then you unfold it and there's a weird character and then I would have them like redesign the character in their own way on a separate piece of paper and then uh, use a Sharpie to trace it onto a cell and then you flip it over and, and paint it and then the kids all just like hold it up and take pictures with their phone and it's like the coolest thing to see their reaction to like when you know they take a picture and then there's their character existing in that picture and there's some really funny this fun is so reactions. easy and i feel like nobody's doing this and like i've never like there's i've never had an art class where this has ever been done and it sounds really cool i want to do this myself i'm gonna go yeah. after this chat and like get some some clear just like saran wrap or something i don't know yeah well i mean I mean, cells are as old as time in animation. Yeah. It's just, and I'm sure like the, the, um, you're the only guy buying them now or not even anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even buy cells or I, I mean, I have some cells, but I just use the, um, overhead transparency. Yeah. 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 Those, those are great uh, sheets, but yeah, they're, they're expensive too. Like it's like, like a dollar a sheet. Basically. Oh, what? Yeah. And <laughs> then I use like, 50 to 100 for every animation so oh my god that is that is that is expensive <laughs> yeah but uh, and i have oh man i have so many Do you boxes have and boxes of i have thousands yeah i have like three stacks of, the, of boxes that are like yeah. you need to a do more workshops and b do like a museum exhibit where you have like all these things just like in rows and we can look at the animation as you as you like made it that's so cool yeah that would be cool i've i've done a few gallery shows and like framed up some some cells and uh, oh, nice it's cool it's that's one of the coolest parts from the parts about it is you have all these you know cells yeah. to keep have, that are have you tried selling them um yeah i it's kind of i don't really have like the uh uh infrastructure for like shipping and dealing with that stuff i mean i'm sure it wouldn't be too hard but um it's uh and then it's like i don't yeah i don't know if i want to sell them but I, I can i can uh i can sell replicas or like you know do yeah. just remake a cell with the character I feel that. And so I like that. And everything I, I make, I have a hard time giving up myself. Somebody's going to inherit yeah. tons of stop motion sets and puppets and be like, what do I do with this junk one day? <laughs> yeah. For you, somebody's going to inherit like thousands of, oh, yeah, stacks of, of cells. cells of like mooses and <laughs> like yeah. eyes and things. <laughs> yeah. So are you working on, are you working on, like you mentioned, you did some workshops. Are you, is anything coming up like cool that you, that you have coming up like a big project or a big client or something 
Not really. Um, I've been like uh, working on some like longer form projects, trying to pitch some ideas to studios. Been kind of slowly doing that over over. Uh, What's the a longer the last form? few years? What's a longer form project that you mean? Like a TV show or a, oh, okay. um, a short film. Would it be animated like on on like a demented reality? Or, or? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. That'd be really cool, There's, like a, like a kids' TV show where it's like the background is all real and then the characters are like just drawn on top of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, cool. Well, I hope it gets. And it would be fun I, if I like um, if I you know had it my way, I would have like full sets, uh, you know, and like I could. Um, Re so you're talking about system. stop motion again <laughs> yeah exactly but stop motion but it would sort of look you know the, the real life it would look like a real life place but it would just be yeah. like a, a set i think of a show that does that um i'm sure there are yeah uh yeah i don't know i can't think of the name i'm thinking of his bubble gum right now. Mm. you know what i'm talking about with the cats that show so yeah i can't think of the name right now it's escaping me anyways yeah well that'd be really cool um are you like so when you say you're like working full-time are you working like full eight hour days or is this like take a day off here and there or like no, not, not right day? now i mean for the for the course of the pandemic i've really been um not doing much work and it's been um it's been nice to just kind of reset and I was living up, um, my parents live on a farm up in Northern California. And so okay. I spent some time on a farm and uh, it just felt good to spend some time with family and be, um, you know, working. I was working on a project outdoors, like not animation related. And uh, yeah, so that was nice. But then, you know, reality comes back. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you gotta make it a do you, yeah. do you act, so you said you've been actively reaching out to, I thought of the name of the show, it was Gumball. Um, do right. you yeah. active, so you said you've been actively reaching out to studios, but how passive have you been getting clients versus you actively reaching out and trying to get clients to make stuff happen in the last seven years? Like, it mm, yeah, I've like, never, I've never reached out to anyone. You've never reached out, to, amazing, what the heck? Yeah. You're, you have such yeah. draw to your work that- I don't know if it's amazing or lazy because I, if I did reach out to some people, maybe I'd be getting some more work, but okay, um, I just feel like, uh, you know, my social media is kind of reaching out. Like you're, when you're, when you're posting, yeah. you're reaching out to your network and, um, and if they're interested, they'll, they know where to find me. Have you done anything? Cause you have 124,000 followers on Instagram. You have like 8 million views on YouTube. I don't know what else you're on, but have you specifically done anything to try to grow those audiences and get more views? Or are you just going with the flow and you know, your work is so eye catching that it just happens on its own. Um, I post on Reddit. I find that sometimes if there's a successful post on Reddit, it can drive traffic to um, yeah. Instagram or YouTube. Yeah. Not as much anymore. I feel like that. I just feel like there's uh, so much. Um, I don't know. Like a, a YouTube post on Reddit used to drive traffic to YouTube, but now I feel like it has to be like a Reddit video to get. Like people don't really upvote YouTube links. Yeah, 
people just stay in Reddit and it's like, you don't want to, then like, I think all the social platforms are trying to not break their experience of having, you know, a link go outside of their platform. So like, even, even if you're watching YouTube video, it's like embedded in, in a Reddit post too. So yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the only thing I've done to promote my work, I guess. Um, and that, and I've been getting on, um, or I've been using TikTok. Uh, How have you found lot, that? Which is, I actually, I think it's amazing. Yeah, and like, like a lot of artists, people, animation specifically, and artists are like struggling on, on TikTok because it's more about like you know just moments and dances and stuff like that versus like actual animation. But I would assume yours yeah. does well because it it's like a very unique cross barrier thing. Yeah, it does. It's um. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I was I st- I got on TikTok when it was still musically. Oh so wow. I have, um i had like a tiny i mean there was actually no one following me for a long time but i would still just post out to nobody um and then uh and then it started to gain steam so i had a bit of a following there um already and then as tiktok grew um my my you know i started to get more followers on there now i have more followers on tiktok than any other platform uh, but I found that it's it's a really good platform for sharing anything because, um, or, or for, for sharing like entertainment or, you know, because Instagram's kind of designed for showing your friends what you're doing and like keeping in touch with friends. That's kind of its, its purpose. But TikTok is designed for entertaining people. Yeah. So the thing, the posts that are entertaining will do really well. Whereas like Instagram, it's like the posts of, the people that you know will do well or that's the purpose of it so tiktok's really uh, kind of groundbreaking in that way where the the posts that are entertaining rise to the top so if you post on there which is yeah kind of what instagram's trying to do now is get yeah. away from the, yeah. the social part and just have it be a like a crack platform of addicting content that i mean they all leave. are i feel like youtube is trying to be like that too and facebook etc I've never heard anybody put it like that, where it's like, or Instagram is like, uh, to show your friends what you're doing and, and, and TikTok is just to entertain people, but it totally makes sense. And that's, that's why, like, I think a lot of animation fails on like TikTok because like snippets, like a little snip of animation that isn't specifically for entertainment versus like just the craft of it is not right. going to do as good. Yeah. Like, I, I've also found that, um, the uh, process videos do really well on TikTok yeah, yeah. behind the scenes and uh, yeah so um, yeah but it you know it's it's kind of like seems seems like embarrassing not embarrassing but it's kind of like oh TikTok is like eh. yeah people but, have this like bad opinion of it still even though like the whole world is on it <laughs> yeah and it's it's you know there's it's endlessly entertaining, which is not necessarily a good thing, but it's good if you're creating, trying to create entertaining content. Well, and yeah, you can, do, I guess that's another reason animation doesn't do so well because it takes so long, but you are able to create stuff really quick. Yeah, like I guess that's a, that's a, a benefit. Like what is your average time from like ideation to completion for one project? I'd say most of the time is in the ideation process like just drawing in my sketchbook trying to come up with ideas and then the actual animation um i can do in a day or you know i can animate like 10 seconds a day about um 
but uh i don't yeah i mean it's all like just squash and stretch like characters jumping around and running and it's at 12 frames per second and um you know there's a there's some some moving holds and things like that that are that you can kind of cheat cheat around with but um i definitely yeah i definitely like i think my strong point is that i can animate things kind of quickly like I, i always i draw it's I don't draw, I don't rough it out at all. I just draw straight on the, on the cell with Sharpie. Dangerous. So I'm, I'm not following a, uh, a rough animation and, and I, and I never clean up any lines or anything. I just draw it once and I'm done and uh, just straight ahead. And it's kind of, if I don't do it like that, and if I start thinking about overthinking it, then it gets, things get too stiff and I get bored. So I try to, it, it helps me to just animate straight ahead, do it, get it done with, and then you have a finished product eventually. Makes sense. And your animations are like very organic looking too, which I think is a result of that. Um, I'm impressed because I can't just do that. I have to, I have to like rough and then do a nicer rough and then a partial cleanup and then a cleanup. Otherwise I just can't, I just yeah. don't, I don't know. I get, I get lost in the process in that, in that sense. Um, do you well with stop motion you kind of well i mean when i do 2d but yeah stop motion i don't know stop motion like it's tough when i'm starting a shot i'll try to do like a couple experiments like maybe get in 20 frames see what it looks like try a different way but once you're in like 40 50 frames you can't go back ever otherwise you're starting over so you just if you make a mistake which happens all the time you just have to push through it and hope nobody notices (laughs) (laughs) hope the director doesn't notice Please don't look in that area for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. Yeah, that's the thing that a lot of animators forget is that no one really notices the animation. No, and it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to be so detailed. Like, that's also why I like stop motion because I want to be so detailed oriented about like everything is handmade and it's purposely and specifically made and the animation is so intentional. But like, I don't know. My philosophy on that has changed a lot in the past couple of years, just as I've been animating more. And it's more like, yeah, my philosophy is like, uh, do the best I can as possible in each step of the way and then accept the mistakes and inconsistencies that happen. Yeah. And then just keep going forward. So, yeah, it can be frustrating to like, look back and be like, Oh, that, you know, should have, you know, that frames is out of place or whatever. Yeah. Um, then you'll never get anything done. Yeah, exactly just don't look back just just move on to the next thing exactly well marty we've chatted about you know this really cool career path you came from how you got it your you know your uh beginnings and storyboarding what you've been doing for a crazy amount of years i think this is incredible i don't know of anybody i've talked to who's done like their own like very niche super niche freelancing art career for such a long time which is incredible um and what's what's going on for you next which i think is really cool you're pitching tv shows and stuff is there anything else you wanted yeah. to talk about as we're kind of wrapping up here um not not particularly um let's see yeah i don't know i just, i think i just kind of want to experiment more with like um uh uh pushing narrative in my work yeah. i did one short film called may whoop which was like about this lost string bean and um it's crazy how people come up you know people tell me all the time i was like may whoop like it became a thing where people would be like oh you make may whoop 
and it was just one little offshoot of a thing I did, but because it had a, a narrative um, uh, structure to it, it had a character that people could, you know, follow and 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 like. I don't think it, I've seen this. May whoop. How do? What do I look up? Uh, may whoop. Uh, it's just M M E H, like meh, and then whoop W H O O P. It's just like a silly little like four part story of this lost. Oh, I do. Meme. I have seen this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I was thinking like M A Y for something for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's amazing. That's so funny. But, yeah, so it's you know, I think it's uh, it's people really latch on to um, narrative characters, okay. narratives, and stories. We'll get, and, we'll get Disney on the line and see what they say about that. <laughs> yeah, they're probably all, they'll be like yes. People latch on. That's how we make our money. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It doesn't come like naturally to me as much. Like I like just doing like one-off gags. Yeah. Um, but it's fun trying to like explore that world and, and get better at it. And totally, and totally. To I feel like story is like a never-ending thing that you can always get better at forever. And it's tough. I feel yeah. like we're naturally we're like naturally storytellers when it comes to like you know you come you had like a car crash and you come to work and you like know just what to tell everybody about it that it's interesting and people want to hear it but when it comes to like making something up from nothing it's like yeah what do you know is interesting to other people i don't know good yeah. luck so and then you pick one way to tell the story and then you're like wait but i could do this thing that's also yeah. totally viable yeah totally so you're gonna do a lot more long form format or long form content i think that's crazy is there anything else is there anything else that you've got coming up or want to share um no i don't know that's it yeah just uh cool. just see we'll see what happens i'll, I'll just make uh what if make, there's somebody what things. if there's somebody listening to this and they're they're like trying out their own demented reality and and like they're just at the start would you what would you say to them to to like keep them passionate and not get lost in the weeds of social media and all this other stuff mm, yeah just just make just like start start doing something and and make it and and finish it and then post it you know and then just do that again and again and again and you'll eventually it'll start to get easier and and the and and the stories and the animations will get cleaner and but yeah it's like that hesitation that um that can kill creativity oh for sure you just gotta or even like the long goals like i want like a thousand likes versus just like i like your goal which is just publish anything see what happens yeah 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 but i mean you know it is fun to see what people like and to um you know try and um uh create stuff that people do like oh, totally. but yeah that's not the that's not the it's a byproduct i guess i guess one final question from me uh have you learned what people like specifically with your stuff like do you know if something's going to take off and be extra popular like and if so, um, a thing I mean, yeah, I've learned, uh, you know, some things, uh, you know, I picked up some things, but in the end, it's like, I, I, I never have any idea. And there's, yeah. some, there's some things that I'll post that I'm really proud of that people, you know, just doesn't, doesn't take off. And then there's mm-hmm. ones that all that are just kind of throwaway ideas that people really, uh, that people seem to like, um, but it's yeah, it's always it's endlessly fascinating to to explore with those 
Well, and that's why I also like love animation too, because it, sometimes it doesn't matter if people like it, I like it. And sometimes I want people to like it and it happens and it's great. So cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on the chat. It's been a pleasure to meet you. You know, I've been following your work for a long time and love it. And I'm happy to meet the guy behind it. And uh, yeah, sure. thanks. Thanks for coming on and chatting. For sure. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the show and yeah. I love uh, getting, uh, you know, now feel, you can feel, listen feel honored to, be, yeah, I don't think I'll do that, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an honor to be considered part of the animation industry, which I don't know if I am. I feel like I'm just orbiting around the outside, but, um, but thank you for including me. Now you're a part of it and it's an honor to have you on. This is, this is great. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is awesome. <laughs> For sure. And uh, well, thanks again. And if you're listening and you want to, you know, get in touch with or follow Marty's work, you can do so by checking out his Instagram or his YouTube. And that's Ombre Mixties without an E at the end. And I'll include mm -hmm. those links in the description of this podcast. And that's all for now. So thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye. The music for this podcast was composed by Will Farmer and the graphics by Daniel Abensauer. I encourage you to look them up if you enjoyed their work.